Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have a guest with me, and sometimes I normally say a special guest, but I have a social media mogul with me, Sammy Beatrice. She has a last name, but we won't um, dive into her last name. Sammy, can you please tell the audience about yourself? And one thing that I want to add in, she does have a fashionable podcast called Fashion Your Passion. So, Sammy, please lead in and let everybody know a little bit about yourself, and we'll go from there. Yes, thank you so much. I am super, super excited to be here. Um, My name is Sammy Beatrice. I am the CEO of Your Passion Agency, which is a social media agency for uh, speakers and podcasters. I run my own podcast, the Fashion Your Passion podcast, which is a motivational lifestyle podcast to help others find their passion and just bring joy to their day every single day because of it. Um, I am a motivational speaker, so I speak on how to find your passion, how to curate your dream life, and how to change your mindset. Uh, I am a passion coach and productivity coach. So basically what I do is I help others sort of find their passion and turn it into a brand product or service, or I help others sort of, uh, you know, audit their time and figure out how they can add more things into their day or take away things or just really hone in on their top priorities. Um, And lastly, while doing all of this, I am still in college. So I'm a second year at San Diego State University majoring in a combination of marketing, counseling, and social media. Oh, wow. So let's step, step, take a step back. Let's go back to this passion coach. Because there's all types of coaches out there in the world. There's a life coach, which probably it's, it's embodied inside of this passion coach, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so a passion coach, this this um, adjective, passion, um, it's a noun sometimes too. Explain yes. that to us. Yeah, passion. so for, yeah, for me, I look at passion as the thing that brings you joy every single day currently. So for me, my passion, I knew that they always have changed. And so I don't say it's like your dream job or the thing you want to do for the rest of your life, because it's not really the thing. Um, it, it can change, you know, it may not change, but it also can change. And so for me, passion is just the thing that brings you joy right now. Okay, okay, I get that. Now, you started a podcast, and you have a very interesting story to your podcast, Um, and this travels back to your days in high school, which weren't not long ago, but still quite a bit of time. Could you please explain to us how you started doing podcasting, and tell us a little bit about Fashion Your Passion? Absolutely. So, uh the podcast I I was not supposed to have a podcast I was not supposed to you know uh be doing anything pretty much that I am doing today um and basically what happened was my first fall semester of senior year of high school I took a public speaking class and the last unit we had to do was a motivational speech unit And now for me, like, I just have always loved inspiring people, motivating people, all that fun stuff. And so I was like, I need to make this the best speech that I've done all semester. And so uh, every day before the speech is about 15 days. I recorded myself, whether I was in the car or like about to, you know, when I first got home, just giving one lesson that I learned that day. And I, I, you know, sort of, I videoed myself and then I 
I took away the audio and I put the audio on SoundCloud and I called it, uh, I think it was like 15 days of motivation or something like that. And I remember on the day of my speech, uh, I, after my speech, I showed my teacher, uh, Melissa, who's been a past guest. Uh, I showed her. Awesome the, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I showed her the episode or the episodes I had done. Uh, and she was like, you need to make this into a real podcast. And I was like, really? Because in this unit, she introduced us to people like Ed Milet and Rachel Hollis and, you know, that whole crew like that. And I was like, I can't compete with that. I was like, there's no way my podcast can go up in, in the place where Ed Milet's podcast is, where Rachel Hollis's podcast is. I was like, that's not, I was like, no, there's no possible way. And just just go do it you 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 clearly have you know the drive to do it and you want to speak to other people she's like start with a podcast and I was like I guess I will um and so January 3rd the podcast uh, launched uh the first episode came out on January 30th 2019 uh and from there we just sort of you know went for it you know I I interviewed my teachers and my friends and you know my parents were just on and I've had a multitude of guests who uh I've met through Facebook groups or I've met you know from conferences that I went to and I'm like hey you should be a podcast guest um and it's really just helped me grow so 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 much and I've met so many amazing people from it so it truly truly has been a journey for sure and um one thing I tell everybody, uh, any guests I have on, and this is one of those podcast collab episodes, um, I listen very thoroughly to everyone's episodes. I got to get five episodes deep into you. If you don't have five episodes, I never excuse anyone, but I'll pass on it until you get five out there. I've listened to five of your episodes or more because you're on my subscriber list. So when I make those long trips across uh, West Virginia to wherever, I do listen. Um, and you have an awesome podcasting date that you release your shows on, which I want to talk about in just a moment. But going into your podcast, how do you balance your guests out? Because this is something like that when we're talking about this stuff, it's something to help teach other podcasters or, or give them a certain lesson. Well, it is teaching, um, you know, to help them out because some people, their guests go up and down and they lose me in the shuffle. Because like if you have a main theme, like if you're talking about mental health awareness um, or any type of empowerment or something and you keep going with four shows, I'm hooked in. Okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But if you have one show and it's the cat whisperer and then someone goes off to have uh, a video game uh, analytical guy on the next episode, I'm kind of in two different ways unless you set me up for that. But I'm talking like initially, because if you go through your catalog and you look, everything has a rhyme and reason to it. So how do you do that? Yeah, so I, a lot of the time, I mean, starting out, what I just did was I did, um, you know, I did one solo episode and then the next week I would do, I have a guest on and I'll go back and forth. And with that, I would base my solo episode off of the last uh, guest I had on and like elaborate on that topic and whatever I didn't mention, you know, in the podcast episode before. But I think now that, um, you know, I have really like, I have a very broad niche with that the podcast is in. And so there's a lot of topics we can cover, but also 
they all fall under the same umbrella, in my opinion. And so with that, it's like, there's only, you know, they all sort of go together in some way. Um, but I do plan them out. Like if I, you know, have a guest on who talks about mindset, I won't have, you know, a different guest who talks about a different part of mindset the next week. I'll have it. So it, you know, mindset will maybe come in again in four weeks, just because I don't like to have them all stacked against each other. Um, and so I think, you know, in the beginning, also what I did was like each season was a different sort of topic. So like season one was just like my teachers and my, you know, friends. And then season two was um, stories from other teens who were pursuing their passion at a young age. And then, you know, season three was starting to get into the tips and tricks on how to find your passion. Uh, and then season four, you know, continues to be a mix of stories and tips and tricks and experts really. Um, and now season five, same thing. Like we're bringing in more and more experts um, and we're really going into, you know, how can you improve your life? And, and I like that, um, how you're doing that. Um, another question I have for you, inside your podcast, you, you, and you look at the earlier seasons and you look, um, one thing that I would like you to to explain to um, other podcasters is this. You built an intimacy with your listeners because you always kept it passionate, but you brought a lot of yourself to it. So many podcasters get out here, and this is one thing that when I'm listening to it, I want to get their personality. Mm -hmm. I, and, I, and I will say at three out of five podcasters goes on there. They don't do much about them. It's just Q&A, Q&A. They don't throw in their personality. They don't do a personal episode about them or just an episode of just you hearing them, and you do that. Um, yeah. Can you explain to them why that's so important and why you did that to build your audience? Because that intimacy, if you build it, I found that it makes you have a, a wider audience and a broader audience. Yeah. Yeah. So in the beginning, I mean, I was very, very nervous about like the whole podcasting thing in general. And so I wrote out a list of questions every single time I wrote out a script for my solo episodes and I just sort of read off of it yeah because I didn't know what I was doing yet I didn't I wasn't comfortable with what I was doing I just knew I had to do this thing um but now you know after what 70 something interviews you know and 80 something episodes we I've become more comfortable with the idea of you know talking about my personal struggles talking about my personal wins you know having a conversation with people and asking them maybe asking them a question here and there but really having a conversation um and I think that you know it just takes time and it takes practice to really understand things you know there are some episodes where I still write out the questions for them because I'm just like oh you know what maybe it might be a good idea just to keep me focused um but I think that a lot of it has to do with just how comfortable I was with sharing about myself. Um, but also, you know, because a podcast is audio only, usually, um, you know, it's imperative to hop on the mic once in a while and say, hey, here's a life update. You know, I don't, you know, just let me tell you a little bit more about me or, you know, have the first episode be, hey, this is what I do, who I am and what I'm, this podcast is going to be about. Um, like my first like episode was a trailer episode um, where I talked about like how, what this podcast was going to be about, who I am, all that fun stuff like that. Um, 
And then from there, like I just insert in little life updates or I'll hop on the mic when I feel like it and just, you know, give a little bit of inspiration, whether it's, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, 17 minutes, whatever it is, uh, you know, I just, I will just record and then upload it um, to the pod. And then that's, you know, pretty much how I do it. I, again, like, I think, I think Instagram is for me, has been a really great way to sort of be more open about things. Um, My podcast Instagram is very like, you know, just strictly about the episodes, but on my personal, personal Instagram, uh, you know, where I talk about a bunch of different topics, I think it's easier for me to, you know, sort of open up there. um, And then that also translates to the pod as well. Okay, now one question um, that I'll go back to real quick is your interesting release date. Um, One thing in this podcasting community, and um, I'm one of the ones that I had, you have to pick your day. Um, The dreaded day is Wednesday. Wednesday, Mm -hmm. everybody, it's like a, it's like being on the freeway. Every Tom, Dick and Harry and Mary puts out their podcast and it's a hard day. I put mine out on Thursday, which it's a, it's a little, it's a little bit of this, but, but your date, talk about your date Mm -hmm. when you put your podcast out. That is the best date to put out a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I, funny enough, I actually started uh, putting out my podcast on Wednesdays. Um, And I don't know why I did it. Like I just chose a day and I was like, oh, Wednesday's a great day to do it. Um, And I just did Wednesdays. And luckily enough, that was in a time where, um, you know, I was in person in high school. And so every Wednesday, you know, like we would just all, like my mentor and I, like we would just celebrate each podcast episode releasing and we would tell everyone about it. So it was easier for me to get, you know, like listens on that. And then once I left high school, I was like, Wednesdays are not really doing it for me. You know, it's just like, it's inconvenient. It's not really working out. So I switched to Fridays and Fridays were great and everything, but I was like, Hey, it's like the weekend. People are going to listen to podcast episodes, whatever. And then recently I had this like epiphany and I was like, what about Mondays? I was like, like I was I don't know why I thought it was like it was gonna be a great day but I was like let me just see what happens um and it's honestly the best day of the week to post like people are you know they have the whole week to listen and then they have you know like they're able to you know sort of start out their week with inspiration and so I'm honestly so happy I made the switch um and I think that it's honestly one of the best days but obviously you know, not everyone should hop on the Monday train uh, because, you know, <laughs> then every podcast will be on Monday and then, you know, people have to switch here and there. But I, I think that making the switch for me has been one of the best decisions I've ever made for the podcast. Right. So, so like me in general, like I kept Thursday because I knew Thursdays where I need to put it because that's just how I am. And then my specialty stuff is always on Saturday. And then we have special events. I'm going to jump out off of my boat and do one on Sunday, obviously because of the holiday and I have a two part series that I'm going to do, but your Monday is perfect. And let me give you a pat on the back with this because like when I I review podcasts to, to, to help our community also, and just because I like to listen to them. So I have yours on Monday and you know, my day can start at any time, usually starts six, seven o'clock in the morning. That's EST. Mm -hmm. Um, And your podcast is readily available. I'll get to it about eight thirty, nine o'clock. It's, yeah. and it's not, it's, you have it uh, timed properly. And when I say properly, I'm not saying that in a rude way. I'm saying it in a, in a nice way and saying that it just fits that schedule where 
the bridge between breakfast and going to work or whatever mm -hmm. I'm planning on doing, I can get your episode in. I have a few other ones that straggle along because Apple and Google have their issues with putting out uh, podcasts sometimes. But yeah. I'm like, it's refreshing. And then sometimes at the end of my day, if I have a busy day, I'm done by five o'clock. Your episode's there with the other four episodes out of all these podcasts four episodes and i'm telling you to say that's why i said that day is good so i don't too many people take it um but but four podcasts that i just can go through and listen to you know yeah. from cooking whatever get the message in that straight now i want to talk to you about this social media agency of yours nice. can you give us a plug real quick because there's one thing that we didn't do that we should have done in the podcast how do we find you on the web oh yeah for sure yeah so i'll mention all my things right now um, so my website is sammybeatress.com and uh, as well yourpassionagency.com, which is launching very, very soon. Um, and then we on Instagram, I'm at Sammy Beatrice, S-A-M-M-I-B-E-A-T-R-I-C-E, fashion, your passion. So it's fashion, you are passion. And then uh, at your passion agency on Twitter. I'm Sammy underscore Beatrice. Um, and then I think that's what everywhere I am. <laughs> I okay. was turned at, I'm on so many places. <laughs> yeah. Cause I always ask people, cause we always uh, get mixed up. Cause like some guy said, we found your podcast on Tumblr. I said, yeah, I'm everywhere. You know, I gotta be everywhere. Yeah. So in, inside uh, what you do with this agency, the one thing that yeah. is very attractive. And, and I say this because the hard thing that people have with their podcasts is it doesn't matter what network you go to, unless your podcast is big from the get-go and you end up on IPN or with Megaphone, is mm -hmm. marketing. Absolutely. And that is your strong suit. That is something that I have, I don't I don't know how many podcasts come to you, but I have every week, somewhere between two to three hundred podcasts, they come there like, hey, why is my podcast not doing well? Um yeah. then after they ask that question, the next one is is how can I monetize my podcast? Yeah. And the old tried and true formula um, of having thousands of followers does not work anymore. Because one thing that I found in this community that, that I try to separate, and I've had a few people get angry over this, but I will make this statement, is that if a podcaster listens to a podcaster, you lose a listener. Mm -hmm. Not for the review purposes, but if every single podcaster liked every podcast, you never get a listener. Yeah. So what I try to do is I try to tell my listeners, I'm like, hey, I'm listening to this podcast right here. This right here might be up your alleyway, you know? So as I'm as a, um, working in marketing, and I know that we don't want to give away the principle of what you do because that's the selling service. Um, if someone comes to you for advice, and this is just one thing that we're going to just open up the cookie bag and get something mm -hmm. out. Yep. What is the first thing you tell someone to do to generate an audience for their podcast, if you don't mind answering that? So yeah, just one for thing. sure. Yeah, 100%. I mean, just, just to preface, like, literally what I do when they come to me, like, for podcast marketing, so I, I do both, like, just general content creation for Instagram, and I also do podcast marketing. Um, but for podcast marketing, literally what I'll do is I'll give them a whole worksheet of a sentence, and I'll say, here, fill this out, and then come back to me, um, because that way they get a better sense of what they want their podcast to be um and then i get a better sense obviously and how i can help them but i think the biggest thing to grow your podcast audience is to interact with your audience because followers don't matter 
likes don't matter, comments, shares, saves, all that matters. You need to have the engagement uh, in on Instagram or you know wherever it is on the podcast app or like whatever you know wherever you post your podcast. Like making sure that people are engaged, making sure that people share the podcast on their own Instagram stories. Um, you know, making sure that people are just supporting the podcast in general, writing reviews, doing all the things. That's how you get your your you know your listenership up because if someone shares a podcast on their Instagram all of their Instagram followers are going to see that, that, that you, they listen to that podcast. And if they trust that person, they're going to be like, oh, maybe I should listen to that podcast too. Or if they relate to that person a certain way, I should listen to that podcast too. Another thing, like also with the follower thing, it's like one of my very good friends, uh, she is a business coach and she, she, when she started out, she only had like 1400 followers and she made $10,000 that month because she had loyal followers, but she didn't have a lot of them, which was fine, you know, because she had, you know, that she was selling and, and that's, that's, that's that. So I think engagement is the biggest piece, knowing your audience, engaging with them, comment, following them back, commenting on their posts, you know, really just getting to know who they are and what they're actually looking for. Okay. Okay. I can go with that. Cause like, just like uh, in our pre-call, our pre-talk that we did before this, um, which was very lengthy guys. Cause I, I'm a blabber mouth. Um, one, one thing that, that gets me is like, I always tell everybody my Instagram numbers are very low in followers just because of my listener base. I know how to reach them and um, stuff like that. And, and I talk about that with people privately because I tell them that the differences in, in podcasts are these, you use the word, you said niche and I'll say niche. Um, so niche, niche podcasts, such as, uh, crime dramas and stuff like that. That's a hard listen. You have to move your product harder because you've got to be different than the next person. When you do these flat Larry King 2020 type podcasts that I do, or if you do motivational podcasts like you do, you have to do a little bit more to be different. But as long as your catalog is what your your clients like. I mean, your listeners like, I didn't mean clients. Your listeners like, you'll keep growing. So I told the niche podcast that it is harder to grow your audience than say for what me and you do, because I can have an episode for everybody at some point. True crime, you got to give the right story, you know, or, or niche stuff like that. Um, yeah. So another thing that I want to get into with you, uh, inside of the marketing portion, because on your website, you can go over, I'm on sammybeatrice.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see marketing, you can see podcasts, you can see blog, you can see speaking press and about inside this marketing, you offer sets of services. Would you mind mm-hmm. telling them about your sets of services that way? Um, and I always say this, like, uh, for instance, you even offer video and podcast editing, which that's insane. That's a lot of, that's a lot of downtime that you got to have to do for a podcast. Um, but um, also, when you offer your coaching program inside of this also, um, yeah. could you go into detail about a, a few things? Because the, the thing is, is that a lot of people get out here and do podcasts, and then they come to someone like me. I have no specialty in this. The best specialty I have is marketing. I know how yeah. to market to a T, but that yeah. comes from my other line of business, what we discussed earlier. So yeah. when it comes to the full circle, you're the type of person they need to come to. So could you tell them a little bit? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So full disclaimer, a little secret of mine. I have an amazing team who I work with, so I don't do everything myself. Um, My team has, I, you know, I 
hire people. I hire, you know, I, 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 I bring on interns who um, have some sort of like specialty. So the podcast and video editing, like I have someone who does that. I don't do it myself because I don't, you know, that's just not my, that's not my personal favorite thing. Um, so full, full disclaimer in that, uh, because I'm not superwoman, I promise. Um, but for the, the two biggest things, like I mentioned before, we do podcast marketing and content creation. And in those two areas, we have a multitude of tiers where you can choose from. So, you know, the beginning tiers are always, um, you know, we sort of create things for you and then you go off and do it yourself and it just escalates um, and brings in more services from there. Um, our, a lot of, we have a lot of cart items. And so some of them include video and podcast editing includes uh, bio audits, hashtag banks, uh, and just all that fun stuff like that. And then lastly, like I mentioned before, I am a passion and productivity coach. And so my coaching services come through my agency uh, that way, you know, whenever someone lands on my marketing page, they can find everything in one spot. Okay. And that right there, that's a lot. Now let's talk about this blog you have, because like I said, mm -hmm. your blog and everything you do goes hand in hand, your agency and your podcast. Tell us a little bit about this blog. So when someone hits over to your site, they can get some insight into you. Yeah. So the blog was something that I did about what, two years ago. I think I, that, that was the last post that went up. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just something that I was like, you know, I feel like writing a lot more than Instagram posts can really handle, but I don't want to like write a lot, a lot where it's like a book or like something like that. And I was like, I don't really have that much of an active audience to make an email list. I was like, let me just throw up a blog. Um, and so I, and I, I didn't want to like do a YouTube channel at the time. And so I was like, you know what, like, let me just start a blog. And I just started writing, honestly. And from there, um, some of my teachers have a blog as well. And so I, you know, went to them for guidance and advice and on how to, you know, on how to blog really. And I just started writing things that I wanted to write. And I let, you know, just my, my creativity flow. Okay. And you said also that you do speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. um, how can you help? corporate America and middle corporate America? That's a great question. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, my biggest thing for the corporate world is, is that mindset shift that I create. You know, I have a whole acronym for that. Um, it's called FACT. And basically it's just, it's a way for you to say, you know what, maybe I screwed up here and maybe I screwed up there, but I can really change my mindset in that. And I can go after, you know, the things that I want to do. I can reach the goals that I want to reach in corporate. Or on the flip side of that, I can also, you know, provide the steps to help people find their passion, whether it's they, you know, they decide they want to leave their corporate job at that point, or they decide that they want to, you know, maybe move, move departments in their company or, or you, you know, strive for a different job or something like that so I think you know there's a lot to offer it just depends on again like what a group is sort of looking for okay now um so you you can bridge the gap between corporate America basically um inside of doing all this stuff that you're doing um how do you find time for yourself that's a great question um, I think that my biggest thing that I've learned uh from one of my mentors Jacqueline DeGorio excuse me, um, is that, you know, you don't have to work so many hours and you can get the same amount of things done. Uh, and so for me, I work, what, 
20 something hours a week on the on my agency and then I work 20 something hours a week on um school and stuff like that and I you know I start my day at seven and I'll you know end my day at two three whenever I really feel like it um and with that it's like and then I I I have two days a week where I do school and I have two days a week where I, I do um my agency and all my work work stuff and so with that it's like I the rest of the time I'm either you know cooking because I love to cook or I'm you know hanging out with my friends you know I'm just out binging Netflix or like whatever it is you know I'm like not really working um and it just gives me the space to you know recharge my creative juices and just uh you know be just be able to be my own person I think that you know with the ability now with like school being virtual and like you know running my own agency I'm able to sort of create my own hours in a better way um and it just it feels a lot better to do this rather than like being stopped like a certain schedule um and so that's really sort of how I find time for myself is like you know actually meshing it into my schedule in some way okay now um I told you about uh my presence in journalism and, and who I like uh Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer they were from a tv show 2020 before uh when you were a young child um they have deep questions and I always ask people the deep questions. So it's time for us to get into these deep questions. Yeah. Um, how would you encourage the next um, Sammy that wants to follow your path? Because you have to understand a lot of people don't pay attention to this while you're out here carving, um, you know, your piece of wood in the world, people are watching that. And there's mm-hmm. somebody young that you may not know today that you may be an inspiration to. Um, yeah. And we find, we don't find these things out until later on in life, but sometimes we find out early, but um, what would you tell them, what path would you tell them to get on to be the next Sammy with the agency and having so much so early? Because you're young to have all this going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know, with that, it's like, that's my biggest like gift. That's my biggest thing that I'm so beyond grateful for is the fact that I found what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know, at such young age, um, you know, I'm literally still a teenager. Um, <laughs> and so I think that, you know, for me, what I would tell like the next Sammy, I guess you can say is like, just f- follow, like just start the thing you want to do. Just start it and don't think about what anyone else is telling you that, that you should do, or, you know, don't think about, you know, the things that may, may not go so well, or what, what's holding you back, because it's not worth it. I launched this agency, not knowing, without a proper launch, not knowing what would happen. I had two clients on my back, and it has turned to such a success, because I just went for it, and I, you know, I brought all my passion into it. I, yes, I work long hours, but it was all worth it. And it's all, it's still all worth it, you know? Um, and I think that that's the biggest thing. It's like, I was so scared for such a long time that I wouldn't be able to know what I was going to do or, or, you know, who I was going to serve, but I just went for the things that um, like came up in my life and that I wanted to, that in my heart, I felt like I wanted to pursue. And luckily they turned out to be something. And sometimes they don't turn out to be something and that's okay too. Okay. Now, the, the hard question. You have the agency, you have the podcast, you have the blog. You actually, you got the fame, you know. What's your next endeavor? You're on top of the mountain. 
sometimes mm-hmm. it plateaus, but what's the next thing for Sammy? What's the next, what are your future endeavors? What are you planning on doing to keep the momentum going for all this or just something big in the future? Yeah, so uh, there are two big projects that I, uh, I'm i sort of in, they're in the works currently. And so the first one is I'm writing uh, the ultimate self-help book. Uh, it's Ooh. basically everything I've ever taught um, in the past couple of years. And it's encapsulated in, you know, 55,000 words and, and just pouring out my heart into something. Um, and then the second thing is hopefully uh, by January 2022, we'll be launching the Fashion Your Passion Planner, which is like the ultimate planner um, to keep you productive. And just the, the, the planner that I've, because I'm a big planning like junkie. Um, and so I decided to start designing my own planner um, with all the pieces, the little pieces that I love from each of the planners that I have and encapsulating into one planner. Okay, so man, you've got some stuff going on. Now, oh, yeah. um, one thing, uh, even though this is a podcast a lot, I'm just going to throw this in there. Um, yeah. There's one thing at the very end of all my shows that I do. Um, I had a guy on from New York that can solve in a Rubik's Cube in 40 seconds. And my favorite of all of them, this lady takes uh, artwork from um, Goodwill, puts rhinestones and glitter on it, resells it. Um, another person, uh, and you might know this person, the way that this person remembers people is by how, what kind of clothes they had on. I had on a Nautica shirt and, um, the lady that's between me and you, she said that she would always remember me as Nautica JR. Um, so it's your turn to tell my audience and which is your audience also, um, a secret or a hidden talent that no one knows about you because everybody has secrets. You understand? And the thing is, is that we don't always unearth everything. And to give you a second to think about it, I'm going to throw in a little bit more spiel like I do for everybody because I catch them off guard. Um, me, for instance, I live in West Virginia. It's a mountain dew place. It's really extreme. We got mountains and water. And I travel all over the U.S. and I go places. But I have a deep, dark secret that everyone knows about now, but it's really crazy. And I go out in the ocean and all kinds of stuff. I cannot swim. Wow. I mean, I don't go all the way in the ocean. If I'm on a boat or something, that's fine. And I'll touch a little areas of the water and I'll be on rocks hanging off the side of a cliff and there's water underneath me. I always keep somebody near me that'll save my life. If they don't, then I'll just come back to haunt them. But I cannot swim. I don't know what it is. I've tried to swim, but I'm just like a cat. I freeze up. And the cats can really swim though. They can get across and get out the water. So that's kind of extreme about me. So interesting. So Sammy, what is your secret? or your talent no one knows i think the biggest thing that comes to mind is that i am like like deathly afraid of ants like i literally like it i don't know why but i just like if i see one like that's it like i have to lock myself in my room and pray that they don't come in my room like it's just like I don't know. I think because that's, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. But like that's the first thing that comes to mind for me. I don't know. It's, it's a, uh, it's a crazy thing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> ants. That's a yeah. good one. That's a good one because, uh, you know, ants like fire ants, all just any type of ant. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So if you see them, you're calling the exterminator. They're gone. Absolutely. Okay. So do you do a lot of time in the desert or when you're in the desert, do you kind of, 
it's it's interesting it gets interesting because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know know my bit on the coast that you're on uh, when i travel through that area you've got a lot of ants out there mm-hmm. you know yeah. i mean yeah the ants on the east coast you know but it's cold here they're going to just hide somewhere they're not yeah. trying to come out that often okay yeah. so sammy once again i want to thank you for being on west virginia and commonplace uh Awesome thing about this is, is with Podcast Collide, we were able to find out a lot of information about you, about your show, and the services and things that you offer. So there's one episode that I fell in love with. I'm going to copycat it one day when I can get my mother to sit down with me. Can you please, before we get off the air, tell my audience about the episode I'm talking about of yours? Which one? The one with your mom and dad. Oh, yes. So I had on for the two year anniversary special, I had on uh, my parents, um, which was a very exciting episode. Uh, We chatted all about how how they reacted when I told them I wanted to be an entrepreneur, how, you know, they, they reacted when I started the podcast before I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, we chatted about their, their career journeys and their college journeys, um, and just a bunch of different things. And it's really a powerful episode for sure. Uh, I'm, I can't believe that, you know, I took, it took two years to have my parents on the podcast, but it was such a powerful episode. So that is uh, one of my personal favorites for sure. And that's one of my favorites too, because you never know, like uh, my, my mother, uh, and I always tell people, um, she started listening to my podcast and um, she's one of those ones. If I plug your podcast in next time I head over to Virginia, I'll put yours in there. If I put your podcast in there, she's going to like yours better than mine. I plugged <laughs> in uh, two over mine and uh, the group of ladies over in Massachusetts, their show. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. she uh, fell in love with their show. So my show comes second. So I know mine will become third after yours. Uh, so to me, that's just amazing. And I was like, I'm going to take that concept. Uh, it's all right if I borrow that, right? <laughs> just making oh, sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Just want to yeah. make sure I got permission. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, bar- I borrowed it from someone else, too. So it's not even my <laughs> idea. <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> right. But it, w- it was so heartwarming because you know, there's tons of podcasters out here whose parents never go on their show. And I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do the whole mic makeup, make an aggravated device and I'll make it makeshift because I know that she won't come and do it professionally. So we'll do it kind of amateurish, but I'm going to have my mama on the show. Yeah. So the one testimony that I like to give to everyone and I'm going to give to you, um, as a podcaster, as a social media mogul, because you're doing things, um, you have to understand this one thing. Um, you're doing an awesome job. And yeah. when someone says that to you, um, we all take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes we just throw it in our carry-on bag when we get on the plane and just forget about it. But the thing is here, you're motivating a culture. Mm-hmm. And that culture is this new generation of people. Yeah. Um, and the way that you're safeguarding with how you carry yourself and how you do your podcast is very commendable. Um, one thing I always tell people, and you can just see it in how you, your business professional and stuff like that. Um, and we get silly in the podcast and things like that, you know, cause that's how we get formal, but 
Yeah. You you were on time, 12 o'clock exactly. Um, you treated this as just me, as if you were coming into the studio in Charleston, West Virginia, and sitting down with me to do this podcast. Um, those are things I commend you on because so many people treat this as a hobby. And once again, people, the ones that do treat it as a hobby, I don't mind. But with your professionalism, I would hope that you pass that along to every person you know. And if you learned it from your mom or father or from someone in the background or from a teacher, um, I would like to give them a thank you. You are an amazing person and you have been an amazing guest. Thank you for being on West Virginia and Commonplace. Thank you so much for having me. It truly was a pleasure. Thank you.